You're connected with Tom Sullivan. Yes, indeed. Hi, how are you? Um, how's everything? Welcome back to the big uh, work week starting on a Tuesday. Hope your fourth was great. Those of you in Florida, um, I know people underestimate tropical storms. They do a lot of damage. So um, hope everything's Buckle down in uh, in Florida as as the storm worked its way up the west coast of Florida. So we've got um, more hacking over the weekend. We had uh, 233 people shot and killed uh, over the weekend, 618 wounded, and uh, over 1,500 people got hit with ransomware. And it's the same group that did it before. Um, you, I don't know how you pronounce I've heard it pronounced many different ways. It's Revil, but I really think the way you pronounce it is R-Evil. It's R and then Evil, E-V-I-L, one word. That's the ransomware gang, and they are publicly demanding $70 million in cryptocurrency to unlock the data from their attack. And no, this is not Colonial Pipeline. Same group, but this is um, not a big meatpacking company. This is small and medium-sized businesses in over a dozen countries around the world. So there's a guy that does um, a lot of this kind of work on helping companies with ransomware. His name is Kyle Hansolvan. He's the CEO of Huntress. That's what he does. Uh, Over the last uh, three or four days is by far the largest hack that they've seen. We would guess 1,500, maybe up to 2,000 companies affected. Uh, With that said, where we're at, we're past the detection phase into the recovery phase for a lot of these businesses. But to be honest, most of the industry who uses this software is still waiting for a patch. Still waiting for a patch. So they're out of business. They can't do anything until, I presume these are businesses that rely upon uh, daily operational work out of their computers. So the question, Kyle, is what, how did, first of all, how did this kind of attack, how did it get so big over the weekend? How did it happen? So it began, I'm Eastern time zone. So about 1230 Eastern time zone, everybody was awakened to a synchronized attack. What that means is they target managed service providers and it's kind of a one-to-many attack that impacts many industries. So what we've seen finance, we've seen healthcare, we've seen legal firms, but probably most scary is defense contractors and even federal entities. Yeah. Managed service. I'm not, I'm thinking, do I have any, do I do anything with managed services? I I mean, I I don't know what you do or where you go on your computers, but there are, 
was just thinking about the various places I go just to do this show. I go to um, online. I don't. I used to subscribe back in the day when I first started this show. I'd get I don't know seven eight newspapers, and I'd go through them with a with a razor blade and cut out articles to use as my show prep. And by the time that I was done with my show prep, my fingers were black from the the ink. So I had to go wash my hands and everything else. And now I don't have a single newspaper in front of me. I have. I have lots of them that I go to every day, but it's all online. So if those go down, then I guess my ability to gather information for the show gets severely hindered. I mean, I I could do workarounds, but is is that what he's talking about? Are these service providers? I have um, an accounting software that I use to keep uh, my books, prepare all the information for my CPA. Um, I'm, I, I, I do online banking with uh, two or three banks. So I, are those the ones that are getting shut down? They, I, haven't, I have not run into this problem. But he said there's over 1,500, maybe as many as 2,000 service providers that got hit. And I don't know if you if you have you don't have to give names, but if you have experienced this, I am very curious about how this works. The White House is saying nothing, nada, zero, and that makes me wonder because Joe Biden, President Biden, said that he had a conversation with Vladimir Putin. And that this has got to stop or else. Well, what's the or else? I am hoping that this our evil, and they they keep saying that our evil is located, it's Russian linked. Where they're located, who knows? But they're linked somehow to Russia. So if we know that much, I presume the pointy heads at the um, National Security Agency and the CIA, I presume that they know exactly who these people are. And I'm hoping that we are doing an attack back, not just to them, but why not pick up some Russian government stuff while you're at it? If we're going to have cyber wars, well, are we participating or are we standing there with our our hands in our pockets? So the request is that they are saying we want $70 million. And this firm that uh, Kyle Hansloven is involved with says they probably won't get 70, but they'll probably get at least 40, maybe 50 million somewhere in there. So is this linked to Russia? Is this something that we can blame Russia for? Here's, again, Kyle uh, Hansloven. So obviously a lot of people are coming out from the summit very positive, but this isn't the first time the Biden administration has discussed our evil or cybercrime in general. 
With that said, I'm pretty darn confident if these actors truly are in Russia or some of the post-Soviet Eastern Bloc countries that the Kremlin and Putin administration would have access. So uh, I'm hoping to see some tampering down. With that said, our evil has previously put out a statement that said, regardless, even if there's laws put against them, this is just business for them and they're going to continue to operate. Yeah. So, you know, you've been told to back up your your computers, to back up your smartphones. I used to have a regular routine where I would download my my phone and put it on a file, and now it's all automatic into the clouds. Oh, there's a cloud. There's a there's a service provider. You have a cloud that you do business with. I do. Called Apple. Apple Computer. Amazon. Amazon, I don't I think they're the biggest cloud service out there. AWS. So, if they go down, that would take down more than just 1500 companies. But they're going after companies that have customers so that they can get a, a broad swath of people out there that are somehow uh, using the services of one of these companies. So the cloud computing's great until it doesn't work. That brings up the, the other question then. Do you back up your computer and do you back up your smartphone like you used to onto a, um, a bit, couple of thumb drives, a couple of hard drives, a couple something that is separate and is not connected to the Internet in any way, shape, or form. So that if you do get hit with ransomware, you laugh and go, okay. You may even have to scrap the computer, go buy another one. You can have that in an hour. Go down to the store where they sell computers and buy one. And you're back in business. If you are a small business, are you doing that? Another guy, Dmitry Alperovich with Silverado. They think that Biden needs to take some action in response to this. This is the time when President Biden needs to pick up the phone and call Vladimir Putin and tell him enough is enough. Vladimir Putin is capable of arresting these people this weekend and demanding that they turn over the keys so we can unlock all the data that is impacted here. Well, you, that's nice. Yeah, you're going to call them and say, now stop that. No, you're going to have to fire a missile right down their IT, whatever it is. You're going to have to. So are they in the middle of doing that right now? Are we attacking our evil wherever they are? Do you think we should? Or are you, are you ready for a cyber war? And when I say, are you ready for a cyber war? I'm not talking about missiles landing on your rooftop. I'm talking about your computers being stolen. All your files being hacked and stolen. Have you, are you prepared for a cyber war in the fact that you have everything backed up? I mean, this is the kind of thing where I I, I know what I'm going to do again tonight. I'm going to make sure because I think we're, If we're not doing it, we're on the cusp of launching a cyber attack towards whoever this is. And I've 
want to believe, but I don't have anything I can point to. I want to believe that our cyber experts in our in the NSA and other places in our in the Pentagon that they are much smarter, much brighter, have more many more tools than the people that are evil. Are evil, they're 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 criminals. Criminals usually are not the smartest people in town. So they're they're basically the same as a bank robber. They are sticking you up for money. Or will you just as soon say, okay, 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 I'll pay them? And how do you even go about getting cryptocurrency to deliver to them? Phone number is 855-295-6600. The computer holds. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Unlike most talk hosts, he actually takes your calls live. You're with Tom Sullivan. So they're at it again, and I don't know what um, if you even think that they'll hit you. Yeah, because I think a lot of people looked at it and went, you know, there's no, uh, yeah, that's that's interesting, Tom. But they hit big companies, right? And what they did over the weekend was uh, small and medium size. They hit a grocery store chain in Sweden uh, that so that the cash registers would not work. So. The grocery chain in Sweden had to shut down. Um, hmm. It's it's a U.S. company. They're headquartered in Miami, but the, it's a it's, they do business as a Swedish grocery company. So I, I find it interesting that the White House is saying nothing, not a thing. Uh, who's this guy? Charles Carmackle is with FireEyes, and he says. These are Russian-based attacks, and that's putting our companies in a tough situation. Yeah, look, uh, unfortunately, this is a problem that we're dealing with every single day. In organizations across the globe, we're dealing with uh, a continuation of ransomware attacks that are incredibly disruptive to them. And unfortunately, a lot of organizations feel compelled to pay threat actors because they have no other option. They can't conduct business operations. And sometimes when you think about healthcare organizations, for example, they can't actually treat patients. Sometimes they need to divert patients to other hospitals. And so it's really bad right now. Um, and it's a continuation of a big problem. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter what business you're in. They're, they're hitting grocery stores, hospitals, you name it. But apparently a lot of these businesses are small businesses. I don't know how how small, but... They're locking up the files so you cannot do business. Where are your accounting records? Where do you keep those? Where do you keep your your sales information? Who are your your customer list? All of that information that, that you've built, not only the customer's name, but address, phone number, uh, email address, all that stuff. They're not stealing it. They're not trying to run off with it like some hackers have done. They're just trying to get the information 
so that you are locked up, you can't move, you pay them, and supposedly they can unlock your computers. One more from uh, Mr. Carmackle from um, FireEyes. Said some, he, he said, we need to come together as a group to prevent this from happening? What's he talking about? I think we need to do a better job of learning from these intrusions at organizations. But when companies get hacked, it's a good opportunity for other organizations to learn about what actually occurred at the victim organizations that are dealing with those, uh, those impacts. We also need to do a better job as a cybersecurity community to protect organizations out there. You know, organizations have lots of priorities, and cybersecurity is one of them, but it's not necessarily the number one priority for organizations that are running businesses. And then government can certainly do more from a, a defensive perspective, um, from a foreign policy perspective. But also, I think we, uh, we need to start to explore a little bit more about what can the government do from an offensive cyber perspective to help protect organizations in the United States and, and across the globe. Thank you. You finally got a, you buried the lead. You finally got around to what can we do? What, what can our government do on an offensive method? In other words, we need to attack them back problem with this kind of story is there's there's nothing visual so your television cameras cannot show you our missiles flying through the air launching off of some ship over in the middle east somewhere none of that sort of stuff we can't see aerial videos of explosions so even though it is a war it's not like the kinds of wars that we have been in and are still in I think all this talk about getting together to be able to, that's a bunch of rolling. You're just going to have to use, you're going to have to go after these people. Police don't sit around and say, uh, what we need to do is get a bunch of business owners together and we need to discuss uh, how to fight back against criminals. No. They go after them. They find out who they are. I, I just want to believe that this our evil is somebody that we know. And the question that is not even a really a question is how tied to Russia are they? They're either in Russia or one of the former Soviet blocs. And the question behind that then is, does any of that happen without Vladimir Putin giving it his blessing? I can imagine Vladimir Putin is wringing his hands with glee, going, yeah, do it again. Uh, make sure and give me half the cut. So think about backing up your important information where it's not on the Internet. We'll be right back. Yes, you are. So uh, we talked about the um, the transgender bathroom battles uh, in the past. We talked about it last week. Uh, and so the bathroom battles are now moving because, and, and the jury is still out on this whole question about sports. And I, I feel very strongly that I, 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 I'm sorry. You can, you can trans to whatever you want to trans to. 
that doesn't bother me. You live your life, I'll live mine. But when you start getting into the locker rooms, that's another whole story. So now we have another issue cropping up. There is a spa in uh, the Koreatown section of Los Angeles. And the Washington Post reported uh, that in the most woke, politically correct fashion possible, a transgender woman entered into the spa, went into the women's section, and disrobed in front of one woman and two young girls. This was described as a traumatizing event, particularly for the children, and a dispute followed, according to Jazz Shaw. So the Washington Post relied mostly on quotes from transgender advocacy groups. Uh, For example, um, if you don't want your, this is, who is it, Zach Boyer. He's the manager of programs and outreach for Central Ohio-based LGBTQ organization. Um, said, if you don't want your child to see a variety of bodies, don't take them to naked spaces. That was his answer. So this is a naked space is in a spa, locker room. Okay? So apparently... This story, um, James Joyner of Outside the Beltway described it as an ugly situation that's getting uglier. He said the overwhelming percentage of the population has genitalia that conform to their gender identity. Most people would prefer not to be naked in the presence of strangers with different genitalia. There's a reason, after all, that we gender segregate restrooms, showers, and spas. Same time, transgender individuals face an enormous amount of trauma. Trans women would certainly feel unsafe in a men's locker room or spa. Um, uh, He says, I I honestly do not know what the answer is here. I I do. This isn't hard. I don't know why we're coming up with this, all of a sudden, this uh, self-identity thing that people have made up out of thin cloth, out of nowhere, thin air. So we talked about bathrooms, and I'm going, I'm okay with the, with the transgender bathroom thing. I've talked to transgenders. They call the program. Had a, a woman that trans to a man. She says, I look like a man. I wear men's clothes. You cannot tell that I am not a man. So when I choose which restroom to go into, I go into the men's restroom and go into a stall and close the door. Because if I walked into a woman's restroom, all hell would break loose. Well, that's fine, and I, I'm, I'm good with that, with the bathroom thing. But when you start getting into, you go down to the spa, and and there stands somebody with a physical body of the opposite sex in your side of the spa, I don't think it's right. And I, 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 I know there have always been this movement or many other movements where things are done to create the scene, to create the problem, 
so that somebody will come to a solution. Because I, I, I'm sure that this transgender man to woman that walked into the women's spa was doing it to get a reaction. And I've been in a lot of spas. And you don't have to stand there bare naked. You just don't. But this person decided they wanted to do that, and they wanted to do it in front of a woman and her two daughters. And they say they don't know what the answer is. The answer is don't let people do that. I'm sorry if you don't feel like you're in the proper body, but there are certain limitations that you're going to be held accountable for. 99% of the population who recognize actual gender have to adjust for the other 1%. That is not an acceptable answer. I'm sorry for the 1% that have troubles, but that is part of life. We all have issues, and you have to deal with them. But I can't force you to change your life because I have an issue with something. That's my problem, not yours. So you've got all these people demanding that we accept all of this, and it just doesn't make any sense. So this is the latest. Washington Post has a big story about it. Koreatown Spa in Los Angeles, which is right, yes, off Wilshire Boulevard. It's right, I'm sure, heavily, heavily, heavily woke in that area. I haven't been to Koreatown for a few years, but I'm sure it is. So what would you do if you were the owner of the spa? I would kick the person out. I, I mean, there are limitations. You, you can kick people out of your business for lots of reasons. It can't be based on race or creed or ethnicity or I, I'm, not, I'm trying to remember if gender orientation I believe was just added to it by court cases. But this isn't even that. That that This is not gender orientation. This is somebody who is doing something by showing off the body of a man and claiming that they identified as a woman. They're going to keep pushing it, and I there's going to be certain jurisdictions that will say, now, 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 you have to be accommodating. And I... Sorry, but this, um, it, it, it's just unacceptable. And I, I, did, I don't know how those of you that have fought so hard for Title IX, for equality in women's sports as far as funding and teams and everything else, a lot of the money they make off of these football teams and basketball teams they spend on <clears throat> swimming and lacrosse and fencing and male teams and female teams. But then to throw the female teams into disarray by letting them compete openly against people that were born as males and have the physical structure of a male and have the muscular build of a male, it's not fair to women. It's not fair to women's sports. God made us different for a reason. And to have 99% of us have to change 
our way of living for your for your female family members that you love to go in and be confronted by a naked man in the spa is is just it's not even the shock value of that. What's the next step beyond that? Phone number here is 855-295-6600. You can find the phone number, my email address, all the links to the show you can find by going to my website, which has all of that, has my um has my podcast links on there too. It's TomSullivan.com is where you will find all that information. We'll be right back. Opinions that matter. Radio that makes you think. Tom Sullivan. By the way, the um, mayor of uh, Miami-Dade County is just giving an update. 36 dead, 109 unaccounted for. So you know uh, that number is going to go up as they continue to work through the the debris field. And I, I, I'm telling you, I'm watching that and I'm thinking, God bless them, man, because they were right underneath that other building that was teetering. So I'm glad they... I mean, that was amazing. They got that demolished so quickly. They were able to put that together, put the charges in the building, get all of that done within a matter of like two days. I would have, I would have thought that would be weeks, if not months, in the planning. But they got it done. Anyway, the 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 mayor there, uh, Daniela Levine Cava, and. Uh, <laughs> I had to laugh the other day when uh, President Biden and Governor DeSantis uh, were, well, the president came down from Washington, and so he and the governor were in a room next to uh, Daniela Levine-Cava. And it was funny because the president wanted to say something, and so did the governor. And they were like chomping at the bit to say something. And Daniela, Mayor Daniela, man, she was, she can talk. I mean, who am I to speak? But she she was going on and on and on, and the president tried to get a word in edgewise. No way was that going to happen. Anyway, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. So we have um, this problem with Russia, and I I'm I'm going to hope. I don't know if my hope is legitimate or not that we strike strike back with cyber war against this our evil. 855-295-6600. Al, thank you for waiting. Thank you for calling. Welcome. You're on the Tom Sullivan Show. Hey, Mr. Sullivan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? What are you thinking about? Okay. Good. What I'm thinking about, us as a country, the main thing, we are, I, I think it's really bad when we try to tear each other down all the time. Um, we do. I'm a I agree. Yeah, I'm a Democrat. You know, and you recently mentioned about what Biden should be doing about the cyber attacks allegedly coming out of Russia. 
And uh, yeah. I, I'm nobody's tech guy and all that kind of it, that. You know, you talk about a nuclear or something. I, that's what you said. And uh, no, 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 no missiles, no bombs, no, none of that. But just you, fry their just that. fry their computers. That's all. That's what I'm saying. You know? you, but you know, that's threatening. Well, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll listen to you. I'm well, just saying. I no, think no, no. Said something about nuclear or something to cyberspace or something like that. Am I wrong? Well, if I, if I, if I did, I I may have misspoken, or I used okay. the term nuking their computers. But I'm not talking about yeah. a nuclear bomb. Well, I know. No, 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 well, no. I know you're not. But but that's misleading the people. But my, the main thing I called about was about what you're suggesting maybe that President Biden might do. You know, I think that probably, I don't know, I can't even say this. All I'm going to say is that our previous president disrespected, discredited our intelligence agencies when it comes to Russian interference. They said that Russia interfered in the 2016 election that Donald Trump won. Donald Trump refused to, I don't know, chastise, tell Putin to stay out of our elections. And I think he did it very, very half-heartedly. He could have did it with a lot of force, but he chose not to. And that's all I'm commenting on. That's all I want to comment on. Today. Yeah. Well, that, that, that debate is still going, even though he's no longer in office. That debate is still going. And I, I don't know if, you know, people will take it for the rest of their lives, but they, they certainly, on one hand, I agree with you at Helsinki. I was very disappointed in the comments about supporting uh, Vladimir Putin over our intelligence people. At the same time, people kept trying to say that Trump was a Russian agent. And if, if he was, they would have found something by now. They would. They investigated for years, not only Mueller, but I mean, the DA in New York, the the state attorney general in Albany, they're going after him for everything they possibly can, and they still haven't found the smoking gun. So I guess everybody will be left with their opinions. But at this point, um, I'm just I'm focusing on on President Biden, and I they're being very quiet, Al, and I, I hope that means like a you should be afraid of the dog that doesn't bark. It just sits there and looks at you because he's going to take, he's going to attack you in about two seconds. That's what I'm talking about. I, they're being very quiet. And I hope that during this quiet period that our cyber warfare people are going after this are evil, whoever they are and, um, and just fry their computers. So we'll see what happens, but I appreciate your call. Eight five five two nine five sixty six hundred. Yes, you can get my email address, uh, my phone numbers, uh, the links to my Twitter account, my Instagram account, my my podcast account. There's a couple versions that you can choose from, whether it's iHeart or iTunes, and all that you can find on my website, which is TomSullivan.com. Easy to remember, simply my name. But in the meantime, yeah, yeah, that's that's the one man band. 
we had um, the Dow went down. The Nasdaq hit another re, another record. As did the Standard and Poor's. No, that's, let me take let me take a look here. Let me take a look at these. We had uh, oh boy. Hang on, Ben. Keep playing. Yeah, okay, the S&P went up to a new intraday record, but finished down a little. So the Dow was down 208, S&P down 8, NASDAQ new record up 24. The gold prices went up 13 bucks, 17.97, and the price of oil fell down to $73 for a barrel of oil. On the comment line, let's see what we have on this get back to work day today. This caller says President Biden will definitely go after Russia. This administration is really going to do something against Russia. And these, uh, these Democrats really have a long history between uh, pipelines and selling uranium. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that these, uh, these Democrats here are really, really going to put the screws to Putin on this one. I, I, I heard a tongue firmly planted in your cheek. And this caller says he can't trust anyone. Yeah, I just wanted to say that... Uh... You can't trust the IRS, to be honest, either. They already admitted to uh, going after conservatives and Catholics. True. That's why I'm always suspicious. I appreciate you coming by today. Have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. We'll try this again tomorrow.